There's a great and a bloody fight around this whole world tonight. In the battle, the bombs and shrapnel rain. Hitler told the world around he would tear our union down. But our union's gonna break them slavery chains. And our union's gonna break them slavery chains. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. What a fanfic of the fanfic that itself is the synthesis followed property movie post-apocalyptic wasteland and my little pony if I were show but pass the horses. Hi, I'm Fi. I'm joined once again with my co-host Weird. Say hello, Weird. You know what occurs to me? I I I've fucked up the ritual so often. Like I've 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 disrupted the 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 the, the, the pattern that generates an episode so much that I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> and moreover, I don't know how we're going to introduce the podcast on your end once we transition into 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 fanfic fanfic shippuden. <laughs> fanfic fanfic guide. In fanfic fanfic Z, how shall we introduce the, the show? I'm sure uh, I'll figure out something. And moreover, who am I? Uh, <laughs> how how shall I how shall I in, indignantly insist that you did it wrong and and didn't introduce me correctly. I, d- I don't know. It's 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 a it's a wild frontier ahead of us. <laughs> but good thing that we're completely done with PH. Yay! We are utterly, utterly and comprehensively done. We don't have to talk about Sombers writing ever again. Isn't that right? <laughs> well, we got one last one last uh, uh, stitch to get through. So we oh, have don't say. we have the epilogue because this this story never stops. So uh, the structure of the way this podcast, this episode is going to go down is that we're going to do like, I'm going to do all of the uh, things that the uh, occurred at the very end of this podcast, uh, the, 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 uh, the epilogue, and then we're going to do like letters, and then I'm going to talk about like some overarching like themes throughout the course of the, the, the books uh, and, our, and our sort of like last, last minute feelings uh, on the subject. Yeah, just a, a broad overview. Looking, looking back uh, behind us across the the field of devastation. Uh, what what do we take? Yes, we're, I'm calling this episode the nuclear winter wrap up because <laughs> we weren't as, getting out of this. We weren't we getting out of this without at least one cringy reference to the original show. No, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> so buck up, every pony, and let's uh, get into this. Not, I am no longer here for it. I'm leaving. <laughs> Too far. And I am I am comically putting on my uh, <clears throat> 1940s uh, fedora uh, and walking out into that sunset. <laughs> but like one of the blue like office uh, uh, doof fedoras. Like <laughs> so, uh, the important thing that I think I've talked about this a couple of times before, but just to reiterate this this factoid about it is that what I've what I've been told about this episode or like this final epilogue. As the epilogue was all of the things Somber couldn't make room for, but the editors, like, desperately wanted to be in the finale. FOE had a finale like this. FOE had an, had an epilogue. So, of course, this has to have an epilogue because there's no way this was ever going to end without doing literally exactly the same ending. And uh, it's, it's kind of funny because it's, like, it's a fairly brisk chapter. It's only about 13,000 words, which is half the length of an average <laughs> chapter of this, pod, of this episode episode chapter talking about the text not the the, the podcast the problem with that is that it's because it's like a lot of summations of plot details that were never like finished there's a lot of whammies at the last second 
before we uh, we get our way out. So like uh, we open up with a with a pair of characters who I don't remember if they're named and I personally do not give a shit. Uh, talking about the stupidest thing in the world, arguing whether or not any of this ever happened or not. Like, if any of this was real, which is, like, uh, it's a callback to the fact that in the original FOE, uh, there's a book that gets written about uh, Little Pip's life, and there's a lot of, like, conjecture at the very end whether or not it really happened or not. This decides to try and one-up it by, like, being like, did any of this happen? Is any of this real? Uh, And also, like... Not to like, not not to like get it, get it, not to let us off the hook easily when it comes to dumb, useless informational tidbits. There is an entire exhaustive conversation about politics in this chapter, in which oh, I'm sure this is fucking golden. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to parse this in the in the time like, and this is like only like five years after like the events of uh, the original of of the both the original story and uh, PH, in which. All of the hoof has been rallied under a single banner, and they've become a new society called the Lunar Commonwealth, which was alluded to really early, like earlier on in the story, where uh, the hoof, the the site of the hoof was originally a place called Lunaria, which was like Nightmare Moon's capital for a very short amount of time. They argue about how what it's different between it and the new Canterlot Republic, which is a thing from the original story that gets established. There's a lot of argumentation about how Congress works in democracy, which is like, boy, that's some dry stuff that I'm glad never made it into the, the actual like body of the, of the text. But it's also just kind of like really wonky and very Americanized politics from a very centrist perspective, where they argue whether or not, like, they argue whether or not too many congressional seats is democracy or not, which is such a, like, boy, no one gives a shit about this uh, kind of uh, argumentation. <laughs> uh, uh, the politics of, of deck chair arrangement. <laughs> <clears throat> Basically. Uh, the, the, the politics of... Has anybody checked on the whole? Who gives a shit about the whole? We can worry about the whole. The deck chair thing sorted out. <laughs> but there's a lot the of the like, injured are smoking you can talk about that once you're well seated in your deck chair <laughs> exactly part of that too because I'm, I'm gonna just jump around a little bit because somehow this way i'm just gonna go by point by point instead of doing this the way that the uh chapter structures it a lot of the political bs is basically just to like talk about how the ncr isn't as cool as the lunar commonwealth because like of course it's not but like yep <laughs> Various clapping and or masturbatory noises. Uh, but there's a dumb there's a dumb point that really kind of got me like grumpy where like it establishes that like uh, there's a bunch of congressional seats and there's also like a first citizen which essentially acts as the president. And of course, of fucking course, I'll give you one guess who it is. Well, 21 <laughs> is dead. Um, uh, Golden Blood is dead, but I don't think that'll stop him. Uh, um, so my, the two guesses are either, uh, Golden Blood inexplicably or, um, Scotch. Oh, yeah, no, I wish. Scotch doesn't have a personality, though, so there's no way. It's, uh, it's, it's the leader of the, uh, society becomes the, the president. Okay. Yeah. Great. We're off to, we're really rolling. I mean, I can, it's at least it's pretty American. Yes. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, it's the first president of 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 the Commonwealth. It used to own slaves. Is very like at least historically precedented. Used to? I would did she give them up? <laughs> I, mean, I would. Uh, uh, sh- sh- don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, she she at least isn't a princess anymore. She's she's now a congresswoman. Congratulations, Grace. There's a lot of like, but like I said, like a lot of the politics just don't matter. I don't personally care about them because they're really boring and dry. But also like it's argumentation about like why it's democracy is like really disgusting. Like it, I think part of that though is definitely because of my bias of being like an anarcho communist and like not believing in the system in the, in the first place anyways, but, like, we could go into depth, but I don't think it's necessarily worth it uh, when we got other, bol- like, fish to fry uh, and other places to be. I mean, you know that, you, you know you're doing something wrong, there's something askew uh, when you have to spend uh, a bunch of time. Well, you see, if you flip the system on its side and squint a bit, um, it's democracy. Uh, there's, there's they, seems like there's, there's some sort of core premise that's already wrong here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just really like bad and terrible. Uh, but we also, then we flip to like, uh, I'll talk about Grace, I guess a little bit because she's, she's talking like, cause she's talking with her, her former manservant now still a manservant, I think, but just not like on paper anymore about like the future. And also are they ever going to tell Blackjack's kids that they're Blackjack's? Because uh, uh, Blackjack's children are being raised by Grace, who was like the person that got the circuitsy spell, like the the transfer to have the kids. So uh, I don't know how to say it. Like it's a card game. I just don't know how to say it. Billowet and Baccarat are uh, the name of Blackjack's children, which I think is like almost, almost like because like it's like because very no that they're, they're very like upper crust card games. So there is something to be said about the idea that. They're, like, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're named extremely bougie card games is almost kind of saying something. <laughs> There's the talk about her them never telling them or maybe telling them when they're ready, and it's just kind of it's another plot point that goes nowhere because who gives a shit? Um, it's it's something I just thoroughly don't care about because like I, I mean like baby babies are always hard to handle in stories like this because like a baby isn't a person for a few years of their life, and in a story. That means that, like, they're essentially, like, an object or a MacGuffin uh, for a certain amount of, the, of their time in their life. And, like, I, I, like either, like, uh, like, and I just don't, like, care about them because they, they, like, they don't, like, I don't, I don't personally put, like, a lot of emphasis on, like, motherhood innately. So, like, the idea that, like, we're supposed to, like, think, like, ah, oh, yeah, at least BJ had our kids and their kids are, like, happy, like, necessarily care about that uh, plot point because I don't care about the motherhood. A sacrifice angle in the first place. I'm I'm just entertaining myself by thinking about a better story in which uh, two uh, 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 worthless aristocrats um, uh, spend their morning talking about yes, it's thoroughbreds. Naturally, we we're owed a greater share of resources than creatures like yourself. And in the afternoon, oh. Um, I think it's time we. I, I told you about uh, your uh, your biological mother, uh, and, and like here's, here's this drunk <laughs> lesbian uh, <laughs> who is baby Jesus with with a forty in one hand and a shotgun in the other. 
fucking my notes here just says scotch tape goes to the sequel which is really just what happens like literally scotch tape is just palling around with uh, pythia the 200 year old uh, zebra lily uh pythia uncovers basically like the next plot point um which is that like in the zebra land something twice as dangerous is happening uh which is like again like you shouldn't be escalating your yeah it's it's another escalating of your stakes uh, for no reason, uh, and also just this one will destroy the entire solar system. Uh, it's just dumb. But like, I also know that this was the one that got the sequel uh, because uh, Somber's Patreons fucking hated the bastard and didn't give a shit about the story. That like, obviously Somber wanted to write more. Uh, monetary concerns pushed them. <laughs> <towards their parents>. <laughs> <laughs> So instead, they wrote Homelands, and uh, you spend the rest of your life writing about fallen glory. I just don't, even if not in name, <laughs> but you'll be haunted by the expectations of it. An audience that just does not care for the things you care about. Oh, yeah. that does make me feel better. That at least somber uh, will will never actually know happiness. Will will remain. Will spend the rest of his his miserable life. Uh, being creatively unfulfilled, uh, writing about characters he, he's not interested in or actively hates because it's all his audience uh, wants to hear about, and and he is too craven to to stand up to them. I don't know much about Homelands personally, outside of like of, there was a there was a person on the Reddit that was doing like really long form reviews for a while of of all the various FOE properties, and they someone you know convinced them to do Homelands, and like they're basically the review boiled down to like what was there of Homelands is like insanely boring even by Project Horizon standards. It, it basically just like hey, do you remember Book Five? What if that was just what if there was all just all the time unfocused, uninteresting characterization. But just it's in it's in more zebra, and also a dragon is there. But that's about it. I forgot I wrote my notes. The zodiacs are cops now, which is uh, <sighs> there's so much I could say about the fact that like in the political structure of the Commonwealth, all of the like fighting factions were all like somehow convinced to become the like standing military, security, and police force of the Hoof, and how like wildly irresponsible that is when you know that one of those people are the fucking reapers i mean it uh, fits <laughs> I, I mean it does fit it just it's one of those things where it's like accidentally telling on themselves um yeah. Once but again. this is phrased as like a good thing obviously like this is phrased as like well they know combat and no one would mess with the hoof because the reapers have got us are got our back Though there's, like, an alarming statement about that, that, like, only the Zodiacs, uh, Zodiacs, Zodiacs, are allowed to leave the Hoof, which is, like, a weird... Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, these walls are very well maintained. Very strong walls that protect us from going outside of the walls. Well, the Hoof is basically a paradise now, anyways. Like, I mean, like, why would you want to leave? Why, indeed! That is why we must maintain the walls very securely to keep you from from getting out of our wondrous paradise. It is very wonderful in here. It is not. Yes, it is. It is it. I forgot that a couple of characters get like assassinated character-wise on the way out, and one of them is Morningstar, my favorite character. Um, uh, trans bimbo icon, uh, Morningstar. Oh, do- yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, Doctor yeah. Doctor Bimbo. Um, yeah, I almost forgot about her. 
yes. Uh, on on the way out, it's revealed that she had gone mad by being exposed to taint too much, and like fused herself with a golden one of the golden cloning trees, and is was like cloning monsters on mass that like the reapers had to put her down. And oh hey, <laughs> boo reapers! She was living her best life. It's just like I just I I mean like it's it's the weird like twin theme of like like I don't understand why this scene is in this like this except for the fact that like Somber tends to write all women as secretly wanting to be mothers because like it didn't really like Morningstar didn't really come across as the kind of like character that wanted to be a mom outside of the idea that they became a lady because they obviously wanted to be. Uh, and they transitioned using the power of magic. But, you know, because Somber is the way Somber is, like, I can only yeah. read this as, like, motherhood is, in, like, is in, like, an integral, a deep, like, element of of being a woman. And therefore, like, in this corrupted woman, there is this corrupted motherhood urge that's just innate because, you know, bio-truths. But it just kind of sucks on the way out. Like, oh, this character I really liked. Oh, oh, they're evil and a monster now. That's cool. Thanks, story. Next. Um, oh, Next. I almost forgot about something about the politics that I that I, I missed until I was thinking about the Enclave. Is that one of the fucked up things that gets said? Because we've been talking about this a lot about how like Somber keeps telling on themselves about how like they they these kind of like talk about the Enclave and they sort of secretly like are seem to be kind of a little too into them. This goes fucking mask off about that. The line that gets said is. It's not that the Enclave's politics were wrong. It was just because of the way that they militarily like approached it. It wasn't the. It's not that the their ideas were fascist. It was that their actions were fascist. Um. Okay. Because <laughs> it because it's 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 discussing about how like elements in the Enclave made their way into the lunar like the lunar Commonwealth and like. But they defend mm-hmm. that argument as being like, well, it, they believed in democracy, and democracy is good. So, like, the Enclave had some well, good things. Well, for them. a select, for a select group of people, yes, uh, it was democracy. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> like I, I meant to clip the exact line, but it's like literally the Enclave had some points, though. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> Just in case you had any illusion about the idea that Somber might in fact be doing this as a joke, or as a parody, or as a satire, no. Not even a little bit. Uh, alright. There's, oh man, I guess I have to talk about fucking Whisper and Fluttershy now. Uh, but before that- Oh, that does make, oh, that does make, like- the only interaction this 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 utopic uh, a walled garden has with the outside world is its military presence, presumably to 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 destroy uh, outsiders and seize their resources to to continue to f- uh, uh, fuel the paradise um, that is generally only a paradise for the upper percentile of the population. Yes, obviously, right? Great. Um, There's a weird detail that like I just wanted to like. There's a thing in the epilogue of FOE where there's a thing where Fluttershy, who's back now for complicated reasons, wanting to set up where, like, <clears throat> in the rubble of, of, of a city, like, wanting to rebuild, uh, the city of Ponyville, they wanted to re- they wanted to build a, like, sanctuary specifically for the Hellhounds because, like, Diamond Dogs have nowhere to live anymore, so it was just giving them somewhere to live. And, like, this story, for some reason, shits on that super hard, and I don't know why. 
Like it just goes like, well, of course that would never work because they just want to be, they will live anywhere they please. So this entire plan just fails. And it's just like, why? Like, why? Like you're on the like fucking, you're doing your homer and victory dance. Like why are you also just like, oh, also this other idea is stupid. It's just a weird thing to do. Um, but I think it's also because the integration of the other, you fool. It would, I, it would, it could never work on a long term. I think it's much dumber. It would than cause this. too much disunity, disharmony. Of, of I think it's honestly much dumber because I think the reason why it happened is because that way we can have this set piece where uh, a where Fluttershy is living in her uh, old home uh, in Ponyville, and she. Uh, gets to meet back up with her daughter she didn't know she had I guess Uh, and they wanted that set piece and set piece be damned they were getting it but yeah it's all about Whisper uh, showing up Uh, Whisper is psycho shy by the way Uh, meeting her mom introducing her child and she's also pregnant with another child because I guess like uh, this is something I like I'm gonna bring up as well like like the the, the theme of motherhood being the only like happy ending for a woman is really on show here in this epilogue. Uh, she's also talking with Velvet Remedy, and uh, here's where we learn a weird fact that I I scanned in the film fiction version, and I think it got like I think it was uh, not it wasn't added until later versions, maybe, but like or maybe I just didn't. There's a part so to like have to spoil something about the way FOE ends is that. A bunch of characters get the, like the new elements of harmony um, as part of the ending plot because, of course, like they'd have to for for the Gardens of Equestria to work. But there's a thing where a couple of the slots were never like fully filled by the end of the story. Like we knew we knew certain ones were for sure. Like Velvet Remedy is one of them. Calamity is one of them. Uh, Ditsy Do is one of them. Like we know these ones for sure. But there's a couple of ones that are kind of up in the air. And because this story cannot, this this story abhors a void and always has to fill it with its own bullshit. Of course, one of the characters in this story would have to end up with one of the elements of harmony. Whisper ends up with the element of magic because in this setting's myth, like a bullshit metaphysics, singing is a kind of magic. So therefore, her dumb song shit that she does at the end that inspires everybody isn't just inspiring it's because it had literal magical singing power behind it because there's no such thing as like implication subtlety or theming in a setting or a story but so she's the emblem of, of magic which is just a stupid thing to do i don't know if they ruined it in later seasons but like having having watched like the first episode uh the the element of magic was what what is magic Fi? <laughs> what is magic um Fi, what is magic? <laughs> what is it? It's oh. friendship, damn it! <laughs> it's friendship! Home is home is psychoside friendship! <laughs> it's the intersection of the other elements! She doesn't know those people! <laughs> oh man. God, if if Blackjack survived the end of the story, you know that she would have ended up uh as the element of magic, of course. A lot of people, a lot of people surmise that she's the element of generosity or the element of uh, not generosity. There's there's a there's another one that's missing because it's loyalty, kindness, and I forget what Velvet's one is. Maybe it's generosity. I don't know. I'm, I'm theory crafting. I, I don't know. There, people surmise that Blackjack should have been one of the elements, and like I don't understand why that people think that because she's a bloodthirsty monitor monitor bloodthirsty murderer 
that has no ability to interact with anybody without killing them. Okay, we have a couple last details that really grossed me out. One of them is that, like, oh, I guess I just misunderstood this, maybe. I don't know. So the, there was an implication, I guess, uh, Dusk and uh, one of the British Steel Rangers end up together. And then maybe maybe I'm just making making this into a bigger deal than it actually is, but I was under the under the assumption that uh, Crumpets was a lot older than Dusk, and just in this moment, I just thought about it and like maybe that's not true. If so, still pretty fucked up. But otherwise, like it's just like it's a detail that doesn't matter because we don't care who these characters are. Well, time to get into the last dumb, stupid bullshit uh, that rounds out the rest of this epilogue. Uh, so of course, Blackjack isn't dead um, at all. Um, she shows up and there's a bunch of like, because the way that this is written, it's a bunch of like uh, accounts from various characters. And some of these accounts start seeing like a mysterious figure of white, like with a white coat and black and red hair. We're not given who that is initially, but it's pretty obviously it's Blackjack. It's, it's, it's her null. It's the, it's the corpse that like fell from. Re- remember that whole detail about how, uh, when, uh, souls, uh, interact with blanks and puts those souls back into their bodies and gives them free bodies. Well, when Blackjack's body uh, expired and her soul escaped, went into her blank instead, instead of coming back and now she's uh, a blank uh, with all her memories. Uh, she, like, wakes up at, like, Stable 99 and, like, has kind of a freakout moment. Jesus. We're supposed to care, but I don't care. There's a stupid, contrived line uh, coming from this where she's like, well, security's dead. I'm just Blackjack now, which, like... <laughs> fuck off. You ruined the one interesting thing at the very end of this story, which was actually killing off your protagonist. But you wanted to have your cake and eat it, too, so fuck it. Because souls and memories are different things. You know what we can do? Instead, we can make this even more comic book. We can make this even more fucking Marvel Comics. And insists that no, the double twist is that this is not Blackjack's soul. It's the it's the baby killer. <laughs> it was ejected from from Rampage's uh, 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 ego gestalt complex on the moon, and it drifted down and intersected with Blackjack's blank before. But it thinks it's Blackjack because it has all of her memories. It's still basically the same person, though. There, there's a detail about... Um, before we get into the very end of this, there's a detail that I thought, like, this is another one of those, like, clearly this was intended to be another antagonist thing, is that Sweetie Bot is evil and maybe Cognitum again, and she, like... Because they, they catch her in uh, BJ's tomb, like, the, the original Blackjack's tomb, and she, like, steals the EC-1101 off of her, off her like, leg and runs away. It's like yelling that she has to know, but like when she looks back at everybody, she has like the glowing green eyes of like Cognitum instead of her regular Sweetiebot eyes, which is stupid. And like it, it's it seems like this that really elucidate the fact that this story was never supposed to end because it was just <laughs> stupid shit like this forever. Um, just on and on and on. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, I, I, can't stop thinking about that one fucking Bob and George gag. <laughs> oh, 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 so, yeah, oh, man, sweetie, 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 sweetie bot uh, had her uh, uh, morality switch on evil. Like, just let's 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 deal with that real quick. Boop, green, that well is green. <laughs> yeah, see, it's just it's it's just an infinite untwisting and untwisting of the story, like a soap opera. 
uh, and would never end, uh, save for uh, uh, wanting to write a sequel series that no one wanted. Uh, an additional twist of Blackjack being... There, there's, a, there's a scene that, like, still kind of works for me because uh, we're now jumping super far ahead in time now uh, because uh, Blackjack lives forever because she's a blank um, and blanks don't age. Um, well, but, well, why wouldn't they? <laughs> well, uh, wait a minute. They're made, well, that established, and why would that be? They're, uh, it, it's, it's actually established right away with the blanks that are in... Uh, uh, the, the Hippocratic Research Facility. They're just because they've just been bumbling around in uh, in the uh, the station forever uh, for two hundred years because they they're made of they're made of Discord blood, so they don't age. They just like exist forever. So okay. Blackjack has additional like Blackjack has super immortality. If she keeps this up, she'll have more immortalities than uh, than the fucking Monkey King. <laughs> She's double super immortal. But there's a scene here that I almost kind of like where like she she appears out of the darkness to like some some uh, some security chud who uh, who she she meets in the in the dark. And like they, they talk about uh, this gun that uh, this 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 uh, kid has and Blackjack looks it over and it's the like it's the family gun like it's, it's Blackjack's family gun that it has like all the like inscription like it had all of the inscriptions all the way from like. The very the very first like uh, security head of Stable Ninety Nine down to Blackjack, and then on the other like, and then she flips it around, and on the other side it has like her entire family line uh, uh, down on the other side. And How like, big is this fucking thing? <laughs> it's a big gun. Well, it's, it's supposed to be a mouth gun, right? <laughs> so the grip's got to be real big. Okay. It's it's only like a dozen names, but like it's still an interesting like. I don't know. It's 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 a it's 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 one of the very few things I think is interesting, and it would work. It would definitely land a lot better if like we liked the actual textual blackjack and not the made up myth version that we made up in our heads. Because the myth version of her having like this kind of like sentimental scene where she like sees her like family line is carried on uh, long after her uh, doing the same thing that she's did. If those things were good, then this kind of moment would be kind of a cool like. You know, keeping you know, uh, uh, keeping the vigil, the vigilant. I was gonna say keep the vigil lit is what I meant to say, not vigilant. It works for me in theory, though. It's 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 a fine set piece. Here's the stuff I've been waiting, literally the entire podcast to talk about because it's the most wanky bullshit. It is the most contrived bullshit. It is the most fan fictiony this story ever gets. We find out that Blackjack um, has been traveling around with a traveling companion this whole time. Who is a uh, little Pip? Uh, who is not immortal, but like had been like cryogenically frozen, and then like it's complicated without getting into spoilers about the original story. Uh, but regardless, little Pip is here, two hundred years, like even hundreds and hundreds of years into the future, after everyone is dead. Uh, it goes super out of its way to like kind of be kind of gross about it too, because like okay, so I think I have to back up about this is that. Blackjack and Little Pip are now in a relationship. They are they are now dating. Uh, mm-hmm. There is a there is so much shit that had to happen in this story just to make this happen. Blackjack and Little Pip kiss at the end of the story. It goes it goes into exhaustive detail about how like uh, Blackjack has always been there for her after after the events of the story and like even after um, uh, Little Pip's original girlfriend died, and even after um, all of her friends that were immortals undid their immortality and died, 
So Little Pip is just the last one alive anymore, essentially. And BJ's been her, there for her the entire time as a kind of friend and lover, uh, depending on the day. <laughs> K-Cat abandoned you. Yes. She allowed the story to end, but I will never. I, I will always be there. There will always be more story. There will always... But yeah, I can't get over the fact that this is how this setting ends, is with shipping Blackjack and Little Pip together at the very end. Um... It's not like like in terms of in terms of like grievous sins done by a fan fiction, I would rate it like a 1.2 on a scale of 10. In terms of things that this story should not have done, this is like a hundred like out of ten, in that it shouldn't have ended with like and then my character and your character kissed and were dating, and they lived happily ever after. Uh the final the final uh scene of this is Little Pip and Blackjack flying it to the moon to fulfill this, the promise of Blackjack said to Rampage that she'll come back for her eventually. And uh, when they get up there, they find uh, Rampage standing perfectly still out in space, having died the worst death I could possibly think imaginable, uh, in which she has been spaced for hundreds of years constantly regenerating and dying over and over again for centuries potentially until eventually the phoenix talisman just ran out of juice and she just turns into dust in front of them boy you really fucking didn't like rampage didn't you somber like what a what a grotesque and like pointless way to like kill off rampage she I thought got, she was supposed to have died like immediately, like died permanently, like in a, in an instant way on the moon way back then. No, nope. uh, she was just I misunderstood spaced. something. Yeah, this is, I mean, uh, it's, it, I mean, it's intentional. You're supposed to think that yeah. she died right away. You know what? That's okay. That's a very new and different thing. But there's nothing to say about it. It's just pure ugliness. And so instead, um, I'm going to take a moment to to reel back just a little bit. And uh, talk about how... Oh, uh, I, just, I just wanted to say what the last scene, like the very last thing. Yeah, alright, hit me. Just just to say it, the, the very oh. last thing is is Little Pip and, and Blackjack staring up onto the earth and being like, hope for the future and stuff. Just really boring, meaningless Sakurai nonsense. And that's how we end our... This is, this is how we end Project Horizons. Is staring Ultra up guy just can't escape Superman. Yes, and now they're dating. What? Like, no, like, the, the the funny thing is that, like, I think Somber imagines this is his, like, final conquest of K-Cat's work. This is his, his final, like, claim of ownership that, like, Little Pip is now Blackjack's girlfriend. But in reality, it's just, just a sign that he could never escape. Like, he could never <laughs> escape K-Cat's orbit. <laughs> like, like, no matter what he, no matter what you do, Somber, no matter, no matter how hard you tried, you are, you are nothing, you are, you are a faint shadow. Like, like, this is, here's my final analysis of the story. This is, this is the, the, this, the tragic tale of, of the shadow, uh, that became convinced that it was projecting a person. <laughs> Damn. Um, Savage. But yeah. That is the that is the Aesop's fable that you could boil us down to. Um, yeah. uh, there's a couple of themes I wanted to to run through, but at first we want to we want to get to the uh, uh, the the letters section of this final episode of Project Horizons. Answer. Yeah, any really. Questions. There there may have been more things we could have said, but I think that really does sum up the entire this entire fucking 
wasteland, this entire landscape of, of Sombers, um, looky mighty uh, horseshit. Yeah. Uh, Somber, you tried to build a mighty statue in the desert, and and before you were finished, all you had was was a was a, a rotting head and a pair of trunkless legs. Um, <laughs> Teams of my other heard of bad blackjack being a, a Jesus is bad. Uh, blackjack being a cop is bad. The hoof is a is an is a uh, misused setting, and also uh, don't bloat your story. Uh, that's mostly what I wanted to say about but that before we got to yeah. letters. Uh, to not right. belabor the point of this entire experience too long. Um, so, um, well, now I'm confused because traditionally they've 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 asked that um, they don't uh, be identified, but they've. Well, I guess it's in gray. They 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 they've, they've signed it with initials uh, of a handle, but I guess I won't recant that. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so we have a final letter from uh, full name withheld. <clears throat> All right, so it begins, and this time I'm going to absolutely not editorialize any part of it. I have to. I'm going to have to uh, clamp back on that that impulse um, because I am such a wild egomaniac. Um, All right, <clears throat> hi. It was hard to come up with good questions since, well, what do you ask about a thick as toxic as Project Horizons? So I just went with a couple things that stuck out to me along the way. Apologies if any of these are already addressed during the podcast. I still haven't made it all the way through. Uh, number one, Hoofington was actually named Trixie Dropped in season uh, in the first season of uh, FIM, uh, which is the first and only time it exists in canon. So yeah, Footsburg is technically not Summer's invention, but he still does get credit for running it off <laughs> with uh, to create Goosestepsville. Um, it just occurs to me, like, I don't know why I didn't insist uh, 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 that it was Goosestepsburger. Um, <laughs> All right, we've got to redo, we've got to re record uh, the entire podcast. <laughs> no, you just, just have to go edit. back and edit each instance of Goosestepsville with Goosestepsburger. <laughs> um. Uh, use that exact. <laughs> I'll just uh, use like the Google Translate voice every time. Go step and burp. Um. Anyways. Anyway. Uh. God damn it! I said I wouldn't. It's fine. It's fine. Two. Setting aside the uh, problematic content, to put it mildly, how would you rate uh, fanficy set pieces of PH overall? During the podcast, you make fun of the various uh, names and gimmicks, vertibuck, mouth pistols, etc. And in a vacuum, these those do feel kind of ridiculous. But maybe the microcosm of the podcast being a roast fic makes them look worse than they deserve. Just so we're clear, I am not here to defend Somber's writing. This is more of a general question about the fan fiction. About fan fiction. Uh, would uh, these make any fic look bad? Yes, PH is not the only pony fic uh, that use content like this, or do they just feel so much dumber due to the massive tonal dissonance between them and the excessive grin darkness of PH? <laughs> so there's another thing here, but I, I, let's just address them one at yeah. a time. Inter-editorializing mode. Um, uh, so the thing is that, like, the, yeah, the real... I've always wondered what the, your, like, specific take is on this, yeah. The, the real problem is how self-serious somber is about it like if if it if 
if it showed any degree of self-awareness, all of this stuff is fine and maybe even great. Like, I'm a fan of the Hitchhiker's Guide series. Mm-hmm. And, like, Hitchhiker's Guide is a relentlessly uh, comedic tone. It is relentlessly absurd and wacky. And yet, Douglas Adams is a sufficiently competent author that, like, um, the battle tank from Beetlejuice, like, presents a sense of actual threat and malice. Like, there's, there's, there's danger in the world of the Hitchhiker, in, in the universe of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, in spite of most of the, that danger coming from profoundly silly things in the hands of profoundly silly persons, like it is, it is a mm-hmm. is a profoundly wacky um, uh, place full of profoundly wacky premises, but they can still inspire certain degrees of awe and menace and like the full human emotional range. Um, so it's not mouth guns and vertibucks that like really uh, uh, bothers me. It's that like. Somber so badly wants to be taken seriously. <laughs> While saying things like mouth mouth guns and vertifex. That's uh, that's what like that's what gets me is is mm-hmm. is 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 what uh is is the sense the author gives you that like how he wants you to to feel about this stuff. Um uh so like yeah no that's my take is that like uh, all of this stuff could be fine um if it like was self-aware mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like self-awareness is, 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 is the number one like component that, that it's all I ask for is that is, is that, you know, that you are trying to write a serious or, or dangerous action uh, set piece uh, with these things in it. Um, but uh, uh, the, yeah, no, the, 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 my main point of contention, the main thing that like makes me uh, disgusted or upset is um, uh, the oscillation from adults only. This is this is a, this is a story for matures only. Um, so then they get into the Vertibach. <laughs> they, they they bounce around on their pit buck and they take they take buck and and stampede and they're they're also ponies. Yeah. It's... And then I pulled my 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 wobbly do and then I um it 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 um yeah it, it just ha- highlights how childish the author is like how how very like i'm an adult too mm-hmm. um that's yeah i think that's my main point of, point of contention my my always my point about about the tonal dissonant stuff of the original story is that like i think it's definitely aware of the fact that it's tonally dissonant because like something that came to mind like literally right away when you started talking about the idea of like how it was used is that there's an extended scene very early on in which a character is like trying to look it sound intimidating at little pip but it's around the grip of a shotgun, so they're mumbling and like... I'm looking forward to it. And like, I don't understand how people went like, oh yeah, this is an edgy, grimdark setting that's 100% self-serious the entire story through. I don't get how people got that from this. I just don't. But here we are, and I think that's really just the problem with with someone like Somber. Is Somber is like essentially the patron saint of like not getting it, like the patron saint of like people who like Fight Club and think Starship Troopers is like played straight and not a satire. Like it's 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 uh, very matures only. Uh, stories have to be dark and edgy and serious and bad. 
And that's what secretly makes them good storytelling and not because like they're well written or well constructed. Uh, so yeah, tonal dissonance is a powerful tool that like makes for memorable and interesting fiction. Um, but only when, only when there is purpose, only when like it knows what it is doing, uh, and not accidentally and, and not like exposing yourself as having a baby brain. All right. Back to the email, uh, editorial mode deactivate <laughs> three overall, just, uh, how much would it take to salvage this fic? As I listen to the podcast, I can't help but think. Uh, that if PH stopped taking itself so seriously, it could have uh, been incredibly good satire. A lot of excessively grim, darker, silly set pieces would have worked perfectly uh, as an exploration of what if Equestria turned into a dystopian housecape. Enter a tutorializing mode. I think there's a, there's a fic that does that. It was called Project for... It was, no, no, it was, it was called Fallout Equestria. No colon. <laughs> Fallout Equestria without a colon or like a, anything going past that. I think I may have heard of that. That that might be what you're looking for. If you're looking for... Um, uh, Okay. Uh, so how do you salvage this fic? Well, first off, don't do it. Uh, uh, step two, if you, if, you, if, if, if you gotta, um, okay, um, all right, uh, 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 step one B, uh, uh, roll up it into a ball and throw it into a furnace. Um, like, like, excise, like, whatever, whatever, whatever ideas you thought were interesting, just like somber did. <laughs> like, 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 re, reset, like, like, yeah, no, all you can do is 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 put in a furnace and then uh, uh, pick out uh, whatever like nuggets. Yeah, whatever whatever uh, were... separates from the slag. Yeah, uh, but the thing I would say about it is it's one of those tricky things. Like you know, in the more like recently, there's been a lot of you know controversy about uh, J.K. Rowling and like the fact that they're a terrible person. And like there's been a lot of discussion about like whether or not like their their stance like taints the books that they wrote. And, like, I'm personally of the stance that, like, one of the biggest problems about, like, death of the author, at least is how it's pr- pr- produced in the, in the sort of modern parlance, is, like, the, the issue is, is that the author, like, the author's biases, whether they intend to or not, will make it into a piece of work that they write. Which means, in the, in the context of this story, like, it would take, like, a, it would take, like, more or less starting from the beginning, completely just doing your own thing with, like, the barest mention of these characters to, to try and salvage stuff because like so much of the takes about the way, like like the way the enclave is done, the way the society is done, the way the reapers are done, the way that the story constantly forgives rapists, the way that the story constantly, uh, constantly like demonizes victims, the way that this story constantly mishandles abuse and the way that it handles trauma and the way it handles depression and the way that it handles uh, treating depression are all things that the author thinks and feels and does not understand the harm that they commit with the way that they think and, and construct things and the way that they lattice them into their story. So it would take a lot of rewriting to the point where really ship a thesis style. At what point does the story just become an entirely brand new work that only has the names of the characters there. Yeah, we, we said it before. Say it again. I'll say it here for, for, for yeah, basically the final time. Everything you like about Project Horizons uh, was done by someone else. <laughs> every last good thing. Ba- like every time I find out that there is something in this thing that I liked, it turns out that it was um, uh, stripped out of something else. 
Like Somber is 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 one of the goblins as described by Tolkien. Like he is incapable of making anything beautiful. He can only um uh so like yeah, everything you liked was was done by somebody else. So like yeah, no it, 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 there's no salvaging Project Horizons. Uh, but if you want a, a fic that uses a lot of these concepts, this is like this weird wacky total distance of, of, of adorable horses uh, doing terrible things in a terrible place. I, they're good news. <laughs> it's out there. Uh, but do we have any more uh, questions from... Uh... Uh, the, the, the last is, as before, please keep it on us. Best of luck uh, with the finale. Uh, and then it's uh, signed with initials that are gray, so I will not recount them. Well, thanks. Uh, last name withheld, first name withheld, initials withheld. <laughs> uh, for your great questions to kind of shore up the last few things. You know, the... And then we have... Uh... What? What's that, Jingles? We've got another one! Oh man, I'm glad you're out of your funk, Jingles. <laughs> this is unprecedented. Two Jingles letters. has his groove back. Yeah, no, I think he's excited to deliver two pieces of mail uh, in the same in the same episode. <laughs> Folks out there, can can you please do Jingles a solid? He's been having a hard time lately. Like he's a lot of family drama. Uh, like everybody, uh, uh, COVID has really uh, fucked his sort of finances and stuff. Like Jingles could really use the boost of you sending more mail for him to deliver. Uh, so anyway, here it is. Uh, <clears throat> Hello, Sir Weirdington and Fi. Congratulations on completing this incredible journey. I come to you in this moment of triumph to pose a question. A nasty one. My apologies. I did read 1.6 million words of this nonsense. So I feel like I should pay you back in some way. Editorial mode. Why? We expressly told you not to. Why are you taking retribution on this for a thing that we advised you against? We tried to save you, but you went in anyway. Christ. Reader, reader, you are expressing the the the, the viewpoint of a supervillain, of like a, a bad, like... <laughs> Like you great comic book supervillain, yeah. Your Doctor Doom blaming Reed Richards for burning your face off. <laughs> um, uh, back to the letter. Editorial mode deactivated. The question is, colon, what was your favorite part of Project Horizon? <laughs> the answer cannot be this podcast. When it ended, the headcanon of your favorite character. <laughs> I'm really interested in hearing your answers. <laughs> Smiley face, threed. <laughs> so good. Oh man, this whole podcast was worth it. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay, fine. You first. All right, <laughs> me first. Um, honestly, 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 honestly. I think that my favorite part of this pot of this entirety of Project Horizons still is, and it's the still the dumbest thing, the fact that the main character becomes a robot. <laughs> like it is, it is the only thing about this story that I could honestly say feels unique to it. Because Everything else about the way the character acts and behaves is obviously as a, as a hate fic. 
The way that all of the other details of the story are written are very obviously lifted from other stuff, including anime. Even the robot stuff is very obviously a combination of Human Revolution, uh, uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution, Metal Gear broadly, and Shadowrun. But even still, it's the only story where the main character undergoes a very significant physical shift in a way that feels more deliberate than a lot of these other stories do. Like, I've read a lot of uh, Fall Equestria stories, and one of the biggest uh, uh, killers of them is that they just regurgitate the exact pacing and structure of the story the way the protagonist does. So they they gain inter- incremental power through a very specific means and do a very specific thing rather than like having a very, very significantly different feeling arc to them. Meaning, and, and on top of that, I just have a bias of liking robots, and as stupid and stupid and, and cringy as it is, I just kind of like Robot Blackjack's design. Like, at least from the people who've done a good job with it. Kind of, kind of uh, marrying the idea of, like, cybernetics overlaying into, like, a weird horse body in a, in a creative way is, like, a really interesting thing that a lot of artists have done a really good job with that might kind of disqualify me for taking some elements from the way that fans uh take the character but i i still just think it's true i think my favorite part of it is the fact that main character becomes a robot fingers and all so i have a surprising answer which is that i can't narrow it down to one thing okay, okay. I have, I, there's 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 a couple things that i like and so i, I guess it's like categories of thing Okay. Um, there, there are two primary categories of thing. Stuff other people clearly wrote. <laughs> there, there's, there's two chapters that we like noticed that oh, definitely, yeah, shit, definitely, yeah. definitely were written by by other people. Yeah, like, like they're, Dawn. They're, they're, Dawn is like yeah. a really good example of that. Dawn, Dawn was a rad villain before Somber got his hands on her. Um, and and the ragtag uh, second stringer team. Uh, those those guys were cool. I'd love to read a story about them if only I like. Mm-hmm. could know that I could get access to like that author's like what like I'd be interested in reading that story probably um so that's category one things somber <laughs> clearly just didn't write um which includes like a lot of the best set pieces and, and things like that like I, I've 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 been 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 informed uh, through the grapevine uh, through the whispers um whispers of my birds um that like most of the coolest set pieces were all uh, people think like things people on forums were discussing and trying to uh, get people to help them brainstorm. And then Somber just took them. Yes. I think Somber picked it up and like, you wrote this? I wrote this. Um, and, and very like Thomas Edison, them <laughs> like out <laughs> onto the market. Like, yeah. Um, uh, so that's category one. Category two is when Somber, um, uh, uh, tells on himself when it's not like like the the the, the things that are uh tommy wise so plan nine from outer space accidentally good the things that are accidentally genius um like for example the the mega mark gun praise be to gun yes uh uh oh no i had a couple examples um but uh i'm losing oh ooh, 21's like the the story somber accidentally tells about 21 and didn't notice like the story that Somber doesn't uh, realize he wrote about Twenty One is heartbreaking, and I think it will haunt me. Like, like that's that is that is a tragic like story. That is that is that is a, like 
a painful epic. And uh, that will stick with me for a long time. That is an interesting, like, dark narrative of, of, of a man who, like, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't find freedom. Like, could not um, uh, 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 find his way to freedom. Born a slave, lived a slave, died a slave. Yeah. Oh, and he came close at his like yeah. at a certain point. It seems like like, and this is like not our fanfic. This is like purely from the text. Um, but he slid back into it, and and that's where he died. He died in in, in the depths of his chains. Uh, and like, oof, uh, that's a powerful story. Somber didn't realize he was telling. <laughs> so yeah, that's the. Uh, I, I I can't narrow it down to one thing. I've got two things, and those are two categories of things that are sprinkled all throughout the. The story is is one stuff stuff the shit that other people wrote for him, and and two is the stories that like Sombert didn't realize he was telling. Oh, I guess like the comedy of like his enclave, like the the, yeah. the like the, the the dissonance of like this is this is such a wonderful paradise. Like the the text says that this is a wonderful paradise. The subtext says this is a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> sure is a lot of poor people in this paradise. Um, and they sure are real quick to riot. <laughs> like, yeah, the moment something goes wrong. Which is not a thing comfortable people do. No. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there's your answer, Threed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I think that's the podcast, though. I think we're done. I think we that can go home. the podcast. Um, um uh, well, tune gonna, in oh, next week for us no, to no, not be here. Yeah, but. we're, yeah, we're gonna take a break uh, next week just because I really just want a break. But after that, we will be jumping into... Fallout Equestria. This will be. This will now become the fanfic podcast. Our <laughs> um, brand, no. Um, for branding purposes, we're always still just going to call it the fanfic fanfic podcast. But it's going to become the fanfic sans fanfic podcast. And also, at some point, we'll also get around to uh, starting up the Dominic Deegan podcast. That'll be like released alongside this the 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 release structure is going to be a little bit different uh going forwards because like we're going to have a single recording day and then episodes later so like it's probably going to be something like saturday and sunday are going to be our release dates fanfic fanfic and then whatever we call the dominic deegan podcast as been said before weird will be reading foe and then both of us will be reading dominic deegan and comparing notes for that one so both of those should be really really fun i'm looking forward to them quite a bit and uh i don't have to read this anymore Yay! <laughs> um, but you can catch us at our uh, at our Twitters. Thou art Fi is me. I'm extremely not safe for work. No minors, please. Uh, weird can be found at Weirdington E. I think. Yes. Yes. I got it. Um, and uh, you don't have to write us mail anymore. But if you'd lo- love to read it, rate it, send us mail for the upcoming podcasts. Uh, you can do that where. <clears throat> Send it to weirdingtonesq at gmail.com. Please, please, please make Jingle's life uh, <laughs> more sustainable. Uh, um, Fi? Yes, yes, weird. Somber Pony was a terrible mistake. <laughs> Bye, everyone! Thanks for st- sticking with us for over a year.